Hayes, Alexander, Shabbat for three, bang, oh! will get it for the win. What's going on, guys? Welcome to Dime Dropper, episode 37 of our 24-minute recaps. Before we get started, please make sure to subscribe on our platforms, YouTube at Dime Dropper Podcast, Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify, and then, of course, follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Dime Dropper Pod. So today's episode, short and to the point, Clippers and Kings just finished. We didn't have Paul George, we didn't have Patrick Beverly again. Just lost to the Celtics. We hadn't lost back-to-back games all season. And, you know, we I didn't want to lose two games in a row today. And we started out slow, shaky. Not too much on the defensive end, but more so on the offensive end. You know, here's the thing. They, weren't, they were switching everything, and we were playing the pick-and-roll straight up. So that means that we were running over the screens, and De'Aaron Fox was getting downhill and getting floaters all day long. The part that pisses me off is... We, when, I said it. I've said this so many times in this in this uh, season. Whenever teams switch everything on us, we struggle because for whatever reason Kawhi can't get by bigger guys. Because for whatever reason he has no burst and he's looked even slower and more laboring these last two games. I don't know if he needs to go back to doing load management or what's the deal, but he couldn't get by anyone to save his life. All his points come from insane skill and separation and mid-ranges, and he can never get by the bigger, slower guy. And it makes it so that I think that if I was a team that played against the Clippers, I would just switch everything all the time. Make us take advantage of mismatches. Because Serge Ibaka was absolutely pathetic again today, finishing around the basket. And what does this go back to? Is the NBA getting better? The trash-ass finishing ability of a lot of these players. How many layups did we miss today? Insane. I think I saw a stat from one of the beat writers saying that we were 45% under the basket or something. Serge Ibaka missed the majority of those. But thankfully, you know what's funny is our bench kept us in the game for the large majority of the game. Marcus Morris, Lou Williams, Zubots, and Terrence Mann. Those four came in and did a good job for us. Once again, though, I don't know what happened as the game went on. Kennard just didn't get the ball. He wasn't involved. didn't get any open shots. I don't know what the deal with that is, but we need to stay. We need to stay getting Luke Kennard involved. And you know what I mean? This, as the game went on, it was neck to neck, neck to neck. Lou Williams and Zoo. Zoo was doing a really good job on the glass. We were just, it didn't feel like we were ever going to make a run in this game. We couldn't make threes and we're one of the best three-point shooting teams in the league. And we weren't generating that many open looks either, you know? And I think that comes from the fact that Kawhi wasn't earning double teams. He wasn't earning any help. A couple times he was underneath the basket and he didn't shoot the ball. He didn't even look to go up. Embarrassing. And as the game went on, you know, somehow, despite the facts that Fox was killing us, Buddy Heald was coming over screens and making shots. We were, because of Lou making some of his classic going left shots, you know, we, we got the game within one point going into the fourth quarter. And they started out with a run. You got to give Halliburton credit. He's my favorite rookie. He showed me why today. You know, he did have some turnovers, but he made some big threes. However, you know, in the fourth quarter, when you have the best player on the court, or supposed to have the best player on the court, um, 
You're supposed to close out the game. We had Tatum and De'Aaron Fox, both fantastic players, both young players, both not as good as Kawhi Leonard, not as good as a finals MVP. And Kawhi completely shat the bed again tonight. He wasn't terrible in the fourth quarter. He still made two shots. But what is happening here? This is getting out of hand. Can he not handle the LA spotlight? Is that what it is? He can't handle Los Angeles? The pressure's too much for him? Because I'm sick and tired of it. I am getting so fed up with this garbage. You know what? It's back to Kawit Leonard. I'm bringing it back out because I am done with this shit. Because the Clipper fans don't want to make ex- they want to make excuses for him. Except for today. I saw people going at Kawhi for this. You know, that was Kawit's job. No Paul George. We're going to plummet in the standings. We're going to plummet if you don't play better than this. 20 points, bro. You can't get by a big guy. He can't finish around the basket. Like, he's not shooting layups. What is going on? He can't burst by anybody. He looks laboring. Should we load manage him again and just plummet in the standings? Like, this is getting out of hand. Our season is collapsing in front of our eyes because of this injury to Paul George. We need him back ASAP. ASAP. My goodness. I have no faith right now in Kawhi to close out games for us. And Lou still is going to take those tough shots at the end. He's only going to be a... You know, he plays well for a second, and then he reverts back to his old self. And Reggie Jackson, you know, he's been playing better, but he just papers over the crack. Uh, he papers over the cracks. He's going to make mistakes. We need Patrick Beverly back ASAP. Why can't we have a season without ridiculous injuries, man? But Kawhi Leonard, this isn't good enough. He's now, now LeBron is completely ahead of him in the MVP race. He's plummeted with these two games. I don't care what anybody says. He has plummeted in the MVP race with this. You know, he looks gassed. That's not an excuse, though, because he's taking possessions off on defense. This game, he only guarded De'Aaron Fox till late in the fourth quarter. He did not guard a great player at any stretch of the game. We let everybody else guard De'Aaron Fox, and they all got cooked. They all got blown by, because it's impossible to guard De'Aaron Fox without hand-checking in today's NBA. And Kawhi Leonard didn't guard him till the end and started getting stops. But it's like, if you're going to conserve your energy on defense because Paul George isn't playing, then you better get us across the finish line. You know, we lost to the Sacramento Queens. I know they're on, in really good form. Four wins in a row. That's inexcusable inexcusable and you know i see everybody saying about uh oh you know we're playing too much iso ball well what's gonna i mean here's the thing unless you can find some elaborate ways to move without the basketball and get away from your defender if we're gonna do pick and roll you know and they switch that means that we're not gonna be able to get downhill and have the ball moving so you're gonna have to take somebody off the dribble one-on-one you have to take advantage of the mismatch And Kawhi Leonard is not doing a good job of that. He's not getting by anybody. He passed up layups. He missed two free throws again after making free throws all beginning of this season. He missed free throws again. I'm like, let's read the lines. Kawhi, 20 points, 9 of 21, 35 minutes minus 6. Those stats just don't look that bad, but he played so awful. Batum was very eh. Ibaka was an absolute joke. That was the worst game he may have played this season outside of the Dallas game. Six points, three of nine. You know, nobody on, like Marcus Morris, five of 11, 16 points. He was good. Zubats was great. 12 points, 14 boards. And Terrence Mann, six points on three of eight was plus six. But De'Aaron Fox did it again. He closed out the game for his team. And he did it against Boston too. We saw it. We talked about the game uh, in Dime Dropper. It's not one game either. This is two games in a row. We're plummeting in the standings. And 
You know, I bet we better hope the Utah Jazz finish second or third because if we play the Lakers in the second round, we are going to get blitzed. And we're and I don't care what any Clipper fans say. Oh, our matchup isn't bad. We're not going to beat them in a series. There's no chance unless I see that Kawhi Leonard can close out games. And I don't care what he did in Canada. I'm going to say it again. I don't give a fuck what he did in Canada. He needs to do it here for us, for the Clippers in Los Angeles. Is he afraid of the spotlight? He can't handle it? What's going on? This has gone on too long caught on way too long with Kawhi now. I'm so over it. I'm so over defending him. I can't defend him anymore. I don't give a fuck about him or any of the clear players outside of the role players. Because they're like Terrence Mann actually gave a shit today. Ivica Zubats actually gave a shit today. Everyone else, no. Not enough. Not good enough for me. And PG, I know we're not having PG. I know we're missing him. But, you know, Kawhi needs to outperform these kids. De'Aaron Fox and Jason Tatum are my age. Kawhi needs to get the job done. Oh my God. It's just not, it's not it. It's not it. The, here's the thing about the Lakers, guys. Anthony Davis is a, is a, you know, even though he can be very lazy, he can settle. He's still a guy that, here's the, here's the difference between the Lakers and us. The Lakers generate way more easy baskets because LeBron's an, as a truck. He just goes to the basket and puts his shoulder into people and scores. And then AD, you know, sometimes he gets the ball low post and he can score easy layups. And then when you do pick and roll with LeBron and AD, usually you get a good shot out of that because Anthony Davis is not like Zubats and, and Ibaka where where he's has to be wide open. Anthony Davis can still make a play. So even if LeBron doesn't get him a clear-cut look, he can make himself get a clear-cut look because of who he is. And we don't have that ability to have an inside scoring presence. And that may be the reason that us and the Nets and the Celtics don't win the championship and why we're all inferior to the Lakers at the end of the day. So, and let me just say this. I don't know when, we're going to have the Timberwolves next. They've been playing the worst basketball of any team this season. If we do not break that, break the losing streak there, all hell's going to break loose. And here's the thing. I've already set my expectations low. I told you we're not going to win the championship because we're the fucking Clippers. So I don't know if we're going to make it past the second round unless Paul George gets back ASAP. I don't believe that with a fractured season like this with injuries that the Clippers are going to be able to get past the second round. I don't believe it's going to happen unless Paul George doesn't miss that much time and we need Beverly back now. The longer our rhythm screws up, the longer Kawhi is going to have to play more minutes and the more that he's going to get worn out and we're going to lose games, plummet in the standings and confidence is going to be shattered. So I'm very concerned if I was a Clipper fan, very concerned. But anyway, let me just say this too. Today, I was, you know, over just scrolling on my Twitter feed. And I got to say something about the, uh, the media, the mainstream media. This doesn't matter if it's ESPN. This is, this is everybody. The media is completely ruining the way we talk about basketball. Because there's already the shoving stars in your face. There's already people like Ramona Shelburne saying that I've made, I want to vote based on narrative. There's so many people shoving people's uh, MVP cases in our face without actually watching the games, without actually doing something other than going past the stats. You know, we know, and I have no problem with their MVPs and their criteria, but what I do have a problem with is guys like Shane Young, and you can tag him in this, you can retweet it, I don't care, I want him to hear it. He... he you post something as far as your top 10 players of all time, which is a totally subjective opinion. However, if you don't have two of the greatest ever 
Bill Russell and Wilt Chamberlain in your top 10, you better have a damn good reason why. Not the era. That is straight off NBA Twitter. That's exactly what I made those videos for to disprove. So for a beat writer, a credentialed writer with 20,000 followers to say things like that, shows that he doesn't know his history, but wait, there's more. Once they get called out on that, which he was today by a fellow uh, follower of mine that I follow, very good content creator, he gets called out on that. He blocks people because he doesn't want to have anybody uh, show him that he's wrong. Why don't you listen? Why don't you learn? You know what I'm saying? You have the platform. You are a credential media member, and I didn't even interact with the guy. I didn't tweet at him. I didn't disrespect him. I may have liked a tweet that was disrespecting him or something, but he went out and blocked everybody on that tweet. I am a Clipper fan. I retweeted one of his articles. It was very good in the beginning of the season. He liked that tweet, but I'm not going to sit here and see credentialed media members lot I mean, you know spew casual narratives they influence a lot of people and when they get proven wrong for them to stoop to the level of oh i don't know what i'm talking about but i don't want to listen to you so i'm going to block all of you and then he had the audacity to call out isaiah thomas Isa- the isaiah thomas not the five nine one from washington the isaiah thomas the greatest piston of all time the second greatest point guard of all time in many people's eyes and say you know, does, why is anybody listening to what he says anymore? So they should listen to you, you beat writer that loves stats, that wants to bitch and moan about how Charles Barkley and Shaq are sharing their opinions, factual opinions about what's happening in the NBA, and you want to complain about it because you are a fan of this modern NBA, and that's totally fine. But don't, don't change history and don't discredit the past because that is what these modern media members do. And every single time... You know, and they're going to get called out on it and they want to just block everybody because they're wrong. Absolutely ridiculous behavior. That's extremely immature. I'm a Clipper fan. You're writing content for my team in my city and you're going to block one of your own fans because you don't do your proper research. The media, all of them can suck my nuts. And guess what? I am never, ever going to compromise my views and my uh, opinion of the media coverage of how the NBA is covered. You know, the fact that we have Zion and Luka Doncic being shoved in our faces all the time when their teams are straight up trash, we don't hear about guys like Halliburton. We don't hear about guys like De'Aaron Fox. We're not hearing about Drew Holiday and how well he's played defensively for the Milwaukee Bucks. We're not hearing about uh, Malcolm Brogdon and DeMontis Sabonis. We're not hearing about a bunch of these players because they want to keep shoving certain people in our faces, and that's bad enough, but don't lie about history. When you get proven wrong, you stand up to it like a man and say, you know what, I maybe." You know what? Take these facts. The guy spewed so many facts and he just blocked everybody. That is such immature trash and you don't deserve to have a job when you get paid to talk about basketball. I don't get paid a cent from this shit. Actually, I do, but very little. It's basically nothing. And I make sure that I watch the games. I make sure that I research my stuff so my subscribers, however 100 of you are in here right now, are listening to somebody with an informed opinion. And you know what? I don't care what people rank players, but if your logic is the casual narrative straight off of NBA Twitter and you say, and you're a stat fiend nerd, you probably never played basketball in your life. So why don't you check ball and go do your research? That's it for me today. Uh, yeah, I'm done. Sorry. What a terrible start to Sunday. Terrible. The Super Bowl, hopefully it'll be a good game. Trash. Kawhi Leonard, get your act together, buddy. 30 million, you mercenary. You f- No, okay, that was harsh. That was harsh. But you asked us to trade for Paul George. We've given you the world, bro. We've given you the world as an organization, Kawhi. Come on, man. You can't be doing that. It's not just two games. It's not just two games. He needs to be better than this. I I want you to win MVP, bro. I want you to win MVP. 
I want you to win MVP. And look what you're doing. Come on, man. Go to the basket. Anyway, that's it for me. We're going to go to the 112 people in the live right now who are flooding because the Clippers lost. Anyway, peace.